Hey guys, this is Dr. Cassandra Joseph. Join me on my journey to create something epic, to create my ground up startup. Listen to my wins, my struggles, and everything in between. Check out my journey on creating Odyssey Dental Summerfield. Alrighty, Cassie, it's been, how many days have you been open? Like, when did you, when was opening day? Because right now it's the 27th. So when was opening day? Yesterday. <laughs> Yesterday, the 26th of November. Yep, that will go in the calendars for life. That was, that's the practice's birthday, November 26th. Yes. Dude, yeah, how was it? Tell me, tell me everything. Um, like, it really was an amazing day. Did you sleep? Did you sleep the night before? Oh my gosh. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Which is horrible. You need to ask me that I sleep the night before and the night before. Like, yeah, I pretty much pulled an all nighter because my contractors were still painting what? the day before. Like, literally painting. I was installing, they were painting. It was pretty chaotic. What were they like, painting? Open. And I was like, you know. Like little mistakes. It's called punch list where, yes, you get the TO's, um, what's it called, temporary specific occupancy, but there's still some work they still need to do to really make it look presentable and look finished. Uh They're working through that punch list, and they were just taking their time because I had a certificate of occupancy for two weeks now, and they were just taking their time to repaint walls that had streaks, you know, fixed little areas that just were, like, rough, Um, like maybe the sheetrock had a little crack in it. Little things that people may not see right away, but if you're sitting in the dental chair and you're looking up at the ceiling, you're like, why is there like a big horizontal crack right there? Like, you know, little things, little things like, oh, there's paint stains on the floor because they didn't clean up right after. And these are things that I was insistent on. Like, these need to be fixed and resolved before I see patients because Mm -hmm. this space is a complete reflection of dental care that they may receive, I think, to them. Where we have holes and you know, rough spots and different colored paints on the wall. You know, I'm like, that's just not how my dentistry looks. So why would I want my practice to look like that? Mm-hmm. So that's what they were working on, you know, just trying to fix those little things and they were running out of time. And I was like, did... no, we need to get this done. And of course, yeah. say again? No, I was going to say, did anybody yeah. notice so anything though? You know, because they literally did finish everything so last minute, we had to stay up. I, yeah, me and my family stay up and just clean and clean and we cleaned as much as possible but there's some things that just couldn't get clean like for example there was still like paint little paint marks on the ground that most people wouldn't notice but if you have friends and family that come on your first day they'll say little comments like i know this is like a little paintwork right there like oh i know they're still working on the punch list like Mm. even today we had painters in the facility but it wasn't like horrible but it still could be more ideal but when you have patients when you have your whole day booked you just have to do what you have to do. You're like, okay, um, I didn't even see it, but my good friend, that's the landscaper, he was like, who's your contractor? You need to talk to them about this paint that's on the ground right there. <laughs> do you like, think oh, like, yeah. do you think family and friends are like the most critical compared to like regular patients? I would just be like, oh, that's art. That's pretty cool. Paint on the ground, you know? I don't know. 
No, no, I want them to. That's why everyone usually tries to see friends and family their first go around. For me, I didn't even have the opportunity because uh-huh. we just had appointments. Patients were like, no, I need to be seen on this day. You scheduled me like three times already. And not that they were upset, but they had deadlines themselves to, to me at the end of the year when it comes to healthcare. Like, mm-hmm. I need to get this done. And they were so patient and understanding. I was like, you know what? Two weeks after me getting CO, I should be able to see patients. But there still was a few little things that needed to be cleaned up that wasn't yet. And they're still working on it. And they understand, like, you need to finish this. Please finish this. Because, once again, this is a facility where we see patients. We can't have, you know, paint marks all over the floor, things like that. So they're working with us. I'm working with them. I'm trying to be patient. Um, I think those are one of the things that, like, really um, kind of upset me a little bit. Like, they're just taking a little bit too long. But, like, someone said in one of my Facebook groups, you know, just be happy that you have a certificate of occupancy and you don't have major plumbing issues, major, stru- major structural issues. And it just made me reflect, you know what? That's too correct. I yeah. am focused on only little minute things, but the big thing is I am open and seeing patients. And, you know, for the most part, things look really nice. That's good. That's so good. If you don't mind me asking, Mm -hmm. like, how, because if this upset you, I'm not saying, like, this is a big thing or a small thing, but do you, be honest here, do you kind of get easily upset or does it take you, like, a lot to upset you? I think it takes a lot to upset me, like, really, like, gross negligence. But if it's it's just something tiny, you know, um, of course, I don't like when anything gets compromised when it comes to patient care. You know, I want to make sure my patients get the best care possible. But um, but give me like an example. I think I'm pretty give, even chill for the most part. Give me an example of like, okay, oh. this is what upsets me the most, right? It doesn't have to be dentistry related. It can be like anything. Like, okay, when I wait for my food at a restaurant for like two hours, and like what upsets you? I think more than anything, like complete disregard and disrespect. I think those things upset me because you know that's just not the right way to treat people Mm -hmm. um you know i treat people with care and fairness and i choose my words wisely you know no one's perfect obviously sometimes we say things we don't mean and we regret but just making sure people are respectful where that's where you draw the line you know where sometimes people make mistakes but truly going out of your way to be vicious or malicious you know i have very little tolerance for that um gotcha gotcha yeah so it's good. Yeah. It's good then. But I like, mean, like you know, food coming late. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, but like food coming late too. <laughs> it's like horrible yeah, people but my food and food. Yeah, food coming out a little late. I can't. I can't control. I, it's not the waiter's fault. Yeah, you know? yeah. So I can't really get too upset with them and like decrease their tip. But if they're like never showing up and I've ordered fries and it's like no ketchup on the table and I really was waiting for 15 minutes for ketchup and now my <laughs> fries are cold I may say something but I'm not super mad it's like oh can I get a new set of fries and ketchup yeah. please and that's it so it's more but, like it's yeah. more like the paint and then like the fries and stuff that's more like just really annoying instead of like oh I'm I'm upset right it's more like that yeah exactly I think like when my patients got pushed back so many times that really upset me because I'm like, once again, that's not the, that's not the message I want to portray. Like, um, not sloppy, but we're not on time. We're not mm-hmm. efficient because when we keep rescheduling, you know, I wonder what the patients are thinking. Yes, we had a good excuse. We're just not open yet. Um, it's not something that I could control. I'm not the one building the building, but I just 
don't want that to inconvenience my patients. And that's the other thing that may upset me if a lab sends back a product that's subpar. I'm like, wow, like, how did we mess up this bad? And the patient has like a special event to go to a wedding uh, or a family function. And they really were waiting for this denture. They really were waiting for this front crown and we send it back. And it's like, were you using the patient's mouth to create this? Like, where did this come from? Yeah. And it's like, you could apologize all you want and you could even do it for free. But th- that level of disappointment is so hard to just smile about it. Yeah, okay. Um, I understand lab. Like, no, I really don't understand. I'm probably going to fire you as a little lab. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I, I fire a lot of labs because of that when they, like, really disappoint me and then really disappoint my patients. Yeah. And the patients true. are so sweet. It's always the sweetest patients that are so understanding. They work with you. You know, and they, they make an investment. Dentistry is not the cheapest thing to get. So when the patient makes an investment in you as a practitioner, makes an investment in their mouth, and really had to say to get to this point it's, it's really disappointing when things don't work out it's one thing if things don't work out once or even twice but when it's like three minutes later and things are just not right it's like wow how do you go in that in that operatory with mm-hmm. a smile in your face just you know and you do but it's just that we have to bring that bad news to them yeah no I yeah think i that get kind you of upsets me i get you and I get i'm truly you. an advocate for my patients That's when good. it comes to that that's super good yeah okay so then Walk me through your first day. How did everything go? Well, like I said, I pretty much stayed up all night to make sure that office was really clean and things look organized and presentable for my patients. And I went home real quick, got got ready. Mm-hmm. And my team is awesome so far. That's one advice I would give people out there. Make sure you pick an all-star team, even day one. Even if you feel like you're desperate for people, you can't find the right people, keep looking. Keep looking and make sure you give yourself time to look for the right people. Don't do it two weeks before or even a month. I would say give yourself like six weeks, if not really eight. So really be picky. um, Have like a system in place to really make sure you're hiring the right people, their mindset's right. Because you can't train mindset. You could train on skills. Mm -hmm. So I'm more on I want to hire you based on attitude and I can teach you everything else. And something gotcha. you can't teach people, I guess, in the sense that as a dentist, there are certain things I just don't know myself when it comes to the front end. So I was really particular about that where I was like, no, I want to make sure I get someone that has some experience in the front end and also has an awesome attitude. So I wanted it all. <laughs> well, my dental assistant, I was like, you know, I, I want someone that has a great attitude. If they need some training in the back, I'm willing to train them. But yeah. I was fortunate both of my team members are cross-trained. So I got the best of both worlds. And literally, I found both of them like two weeks before I opened, which was cutting it pretty close, yeah. but um, it took a while. I was very particular. I was, yeah, it, yeah. So it was, do you, it was hard. I can't say it was the easiest process. Yeah. Do you recommend then like, okay, taking time, like you said, maybe even give yourself like six weeks um, to like really siphon through and like look through these uh, participants who can be your potential team members and then like, maybe when should you start thinking like, all right, it's time to hire now. Like you actually bring them on your team and start training. Like, cause you said two weeks out was too, too soon maybe. So what do you think would have been a good number or how many weeks? No, two weeks out would be too late to start the hiring process. But two weeks out, you want to start training your team. And I think, like I said, I gave hiring notices two weeks before we saw our first patients, maybe two and a half, but I had mm-hmm. to train them. So I didn't get to really train them a lot, a lot. 
right before we opened, but like they came with some experience, so that helped. Mm-hmm. But specific things that I had to use, like we did training on Modento, training on Swell, training on, you know, our insurance processing services, like our phone system, Mango, like we did a lot of training. We had to cram it all in. Where I think, I guess, if you have more time where you hire them before the two weeks, um, you would hire them, do all the paperwork already, and then you would gradually do training. But that's in an ideal world. And I think sometimes you plan, I would say you plan and God laughs. Like, <laughs> because <laughs> I think all startups are like that. You plan on doing this and plan on doing that. And then when the day comes, you just have to open. <laughs> you just yeah. have to open your doors. And there are certain things on your checklist that are critical, priority A's, and there's things that are priority B's. And as long as you have your priority A's, you're good. Um, and B, unfortunately, would come along as you open and you're moving efficiently. But ideally, you want everything in place. And some people have that luxury. I work full-time still as an associate. So I didn't have five days straight to train people. So it's in between my associateship, I'm training. Um, and I think that also um, made it a little harder to train them as well as I wanted. But it all worked out. My first day, mm-hmm. to answer your original question, it was awesome. So my team came here a little earlier. And they actually volunteered to come in here a little earlier because they wanted oh, to nice. walk through the script. Yeah, like they're just so motivated people and that's what you want people that you don't have to manage if i have to tell you what time you have to come in every single day and how to clock in and out and how to greet the patients every day like groundhog day you're probably not a good <laughs> fit for odyssey dental summer field mm-hmm. and these ladies are phenomenal where they wanted to come in early they wanted to make sure the patients had a good experience the new patient experience was awesome and so they came in early made sure everything was set up and clean and tidy as well and as soon as I came through the door at 7.30, we walked through, this is what we're going to say to our patients when they walk through the door. This is how we're going to, you know, um, stand up and shake their hand. And then this is how we're going to do the handoff. And this is what the patient tour will entail. And um, this is what my interview will be like. And this is how we're going to get our forms for Modento. So we're digital, digital um, paperless, I mean. Mm-hmm. And we're all digital at this point. So because we went through that really briefly, when patients came through the door that didn't know we were like a scratch start office, they actually thought we were open for a while. Like they didn't know this was our first day. They all like, "Today's your first day, really?" We're like, "Yeah." After the, the appointment or in between, and we're like, "Yeah." They're like, "Really? Wow!" Because we kind of practiced just a little bit, and our attitude was right. We just wanted to make sure they felt like kings and queens walking through the door. Like yeah. it was just an amazing experience for them. And everyone had that same common goal. Like literally a patient would walk through the door. My receptionist would jump up and greet them by first name because she's expecting them. You must be Amy. Hi, welcome to Odyssey Dental Summerfield. And with a smile from ear to ear. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, after that, she would tell them to, you know, your dental assistant today will be Jackie. She will be helping you. And she'll answer all your questions for you. If you would like, you could have a seat in our lounge, help yourself to a beverage. And she would let Jackie know, Jackie, you know, your patient is ready. And Jackie would come and do the same thing. Hi, Amy. Welcome to Odyssey Dental Summer. So we're going to start you off with a new patient tour. Um, would you like a beverage? And the patient was like, no, I'm okay. Well, actually, sure. And then she would give them a tour of the whole building. Um, she would show them the consultation room. And if I was in there, she would say, and this is our consultation room. This is where we'll discuss your care and come up with a plan that fits you. And um, if I'm in there, and she would say, this is Dr. Joseph. And I would wave. And they would wave back. And then they keep going, and then she would stop at the guest bathroom. She said, and this is our guest bathroom. At any time, if you need a break to use it, this is where it's located. And then she would keep going, and this is our CBCT machine to our right. Um, this helps us, you know, 
place mm-hmm. implants and also help take out third molars. These are things that, you know, they tell she doesn't, she doesn't have to explain to them, but patients don't know what you do unless you tell them what you do and why do we have this type of machine. Yeah. She goes, this is a state-of-the-art machine and this is what it helps us accomplish. Once again, adding value. Yeah. Um, and then she stopped at the relaxation room, the oasis room we call it, and the relaxation room is all for our patient's comfort. Nothing that you need in the dental office, but it gives you a separate space for the patient that may be a little anxious mm-hmm. and that just want to sit in here and mellow out and not have any technology, no bright lights, just peaceful music and a diffuser in there and a nice little lounge chair where they could put their feet up. They could request a blanket or a pillow or there's even a beverage center there for them as well. Just really wow. nice and peaceful for them. And she explains that to them. And she goes, it's also for loved ones. If they want to sit in here, if you're having a longer procedure, she goes through the list and then she goes down the hallway and she goes, she shows them the treatment room. She shows them the sterilization room. She tells them how important it is to us to make sure we, you know, follow proper precautions when it comes to keeping instruments clean. And they see how everything is neat and tidy. And then after that, she goes, you know, um, now I'm going to bring you back to the consultation room so you could talk to Dr. Joseph. So you could tell her exactly what you would like, you know, accomplished. Mm-hmm. And then she brings them in, introducing Dr. Joseph. This is Amy. Amy, this is Dr. Joseph. And I say, nice to meet you. And I sit down with them. And then after that, gives my assistant time to get the room ready if they requested specific amenities to mm. get that ready for them as well. A blanket, a pillow, a beverage, maybe a specific essential oil for their room. Um, that's what she'll do. And, um, and Shantae, wow. my receptionist, she'll make sure, you know, um, medical histories are completed and things like that. And all the paperwork is done. The verification has been done. Um, so it's like a smooth transition. Mm-hmm. And then I sit with them and it's non-invasive. I just want to understand what's their goal. And before I can start with dental talk, how are you? Welcome. How'd you hear about us? How's your day going? How's your week going? If it's a, in the middle of the week and it was just Tuesday, so I could say, how's your week going so far? Mm-hmm. What are you doing for Thanksgiving and things like that? Just getting to know them. So when they come back, I'll remember that they told me, oh, I have a one-year-old. You know, um, I was in the Marines or something, or this is what I'm doing for Thanksgiving. Like one patient was like, I'm hosting my first Thanksgiving in my new house. I'm super excited. So I can't wait to see her again. And after that, how did the first Thanksgiving in your home go? So those are the little things I pick up on. Yeah. And that's my job, to get to know the patient. And um, and it's more than just teeth. And then after that, I talk to them about teeth as well. And they tell me, oh, yeah, I grind, I clench, and oh, I have a front tooth that hurts. Or, and then we go into that. I'm like, well, today we're going to do a comprehensive evaluation. We're going to do an oral cancer screening. Once again, adding value. These are the things we're going to do. It's not just checking you real quick. We're going to be doing all these things to make sure you create a smile that you're happy with, that you're proud of, and that's a true reflection of you. Yeah, and I like that. And that's it. We go through that. Yeah, it doesn't take too much time to do that. And then after that, I let, I let them sit. I'm like, I'm going to go get your dental assistant, Jackie, mm-hmm. and she'll start your um, diagnostics, which is x-rays and things like that. And they're like, okay. And then they sit, and then I tell Jackie, and Jackie comes back, and she gets them, and they start the x-rays and things like that. And I just sit in my, the consultation room and I review their medical history to see what's going on with mm-hmm. them. I review all their paperwork. And then when Jackie's done with the x-rays, I review them with Jackie. And I also review with Jackie what the patient told me they wanted um, so she could write really thorough notes. And I review the x-rays. I was like reviewing x-rays. But when I'm in the chair with the patient, I'm not calling out 20 million things and overwhelming them. Like, yeah. D.O. this, D.O. that, <laughs> decay. I should have... <laughs> 
Like, really, it should be just a few key items. Yeah, yeah. And it's nice to... The patient likes when they know that you studied their analysis and you value their time. Mm-hmm. Um, so you you took the time to review their medical history. You took the time to understand their chief concern. You took the time to review their x-ray. So by the time you go in there, you're having a, an intelligent conversation with them about their mouth. And that's them just hearing a bunch of foreign words. Yes, I still have to look in their mouth and diagnose a few things that I can't see on x-ray, but it's not like a list of 20 things. Like most of the things I already saw on x-ray. Mm-hmm. So I like that. That's my process personally. And then after that, you know, we do our exams. And that's what I did mainly. I, it was really more on patient experience. If I had time for a prophy, which is a cleaning, I did it. But if I did not have time, I didn't rush it. My thing is I want to wow you with the new patient experience. I yeah. want to get your buy-in. I want to get your trust. I want you to like us. People do business with people they like. Yeah, not people yeah. that just call out numbers. Yeah. <laughs> so that was my main focus but there are there are few patients that were on my schedule that was like insistent like i really need to get this cleaning um because my um company helps us with healthcare decreasing costs if we get certain things done by a certain date so i knew those patients and we flagged those patients and we discussed it as a group like these patients will absolutely get a cleaning mm-hmm. so they did but everyone else just got a new patient exam and a treatment plan presented to them um, and wow. everyone left with an appointment but because my team is awesome. Like, you don't understand, like, Shantae was on it. She goes, did they have, like, a recare appointment? I was like, no, we didn't We didn't schedule one back there. She goes, oh, my God, let's go get ahead and get him scheduled. And she scheduled every single person that came wow. through the door. They left with an appointment with a six-month recall appointment or a procedure appointment, whether it be a filling or a crown and bridge appointment or, or um, like I said, a recall mm-hmm. in six months. But everyone left with an appointment. So we have production scheduled already which I thought was phenomenal. That's why I said my first day was epic. It was amazing. Um, there was a lot of things that also didn't go well. And when I say well, like, you know, there were hiccups. It's a new practice. We didn't get to do the dry run with family and friends. Our patients were the dry run. Um, <laughs> yeah, it really was. Like, okay. our sensors were not working. But we so could not take bite wings. <laughs> on the so, on, This is the new patient experience you're talking to us about, right? Like, your whole new patient process. So you practice this an hour before or like before you not know not I mean? even an hour before you like i told i spent all night here i left the site at 5 30 ish i was supposed to be here at seven i told my team guys i've just finished cleaning i'm going home now i probably won't be there until 7 30 because all i have time to do is like go home get ready and come right back wait and so they were here guess you didn't even sleep you didn't even sleep no <gasps> no i thought I you were just kidding no, contractors <laughs> were here painting and doing stuff uh, up until like five o'clock at night. Oh. And that's when I had to set out furniture, clean first, clean the whole building. The building is like 3,500 square feet. So imagine mopping, Jesus. sweeping, yes, oh and my also dusting and setting up furniture like... Yeah, Michael, that's that's did the you, behind the scene, the real talk. <laughs> did you did you at any point? Because you know you kind of get like a little bit delirious. So were you at any point like? Oh, hey, let me ask you this: Have you broken down? Have you like just started like? Oh yeah, during the construction process, like the fact that I had to reschedule patients three times, and those marketing dollars down the tube. When you tell patients, you know, schedule, 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 and they schedule, you know, you're paying people, third parties to answer the phones. Mm-hmm. You're boosting your Facebook ads. You're doing ground marketing events. All these things take money, and then patients are calling and they're making appointments. But guess what? It's hard for them to make that first initial appointment. So when they make it, and then you have to cancel it, 
they may not come back because life happens. They're busy. Um, So a lot of patients, you know, reschedule, but there's a lot that didn't reschedule and I had to get more new patients because of that. But it it ended up being fine. I'm still like, you know, booked right now and I still had a schedule full of patients. So I'm still very grateful. Like, and it's a home says, Cassie, do not worry about that. That's out of your control. They're still building. You can't do anything. If Mm -hmm. those patients were meant to be your patients, they will be your patients. And guess what? A lot of those patients are still my patients and they stayed, they were loyal, they rescheduled and some patients did not. And maybe later on they'll reschedule, maybe they won't. Yeah, yeah I can't true. focus on that. That's true. They can't absolutely focus right. on that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then for the hiccups and the things that didn't go well, what were they? I would say just opposite. It was like moments of where it didn't go well, and we, the patients were none the wiser. <laughs> um, like, for example, our first patient, we did not take bite wings on. We just took a pano, uh-huh. which is the extra that goes around your head mm-hmm. that, that you use for you know pathology and to see if the patient has third molars. Mm-hmm. We, we took that, and we also took something called bite wings on the pano machine. So for patients that are gaggers, you could take bite wings on it. Thank goodness I have that technology. But that's mm-hmm. what I did for the first patient. But in the background my assistant was talking to the Vitek rep to figure out like, how do we get our sensors connected? She was calling um, Dark Horse. Dark Horse was awesome as well, being responsive. She was talking to the Banco rep that I was using. The Banco rep came literally at eight o'clock. No, no, he was like 8.30. He was able to set up my sensor right away. So by the time I had my second patient, we were able to take bite wings. But my first patient, no bite wings, just bite wings on the CBCT, which is still diagnostic, but it's better if you have the, the sensor to take traditional bite wings. Mm-hmm. And then the night before, literally the night before, both of my computers and the operators were not working. We oh. don't know why they weren't working. They were shutting off. We're like, how do we take x-rays? How do we chart? So I was I freaking out? I don't think I was freaking out. There's so many things that were going wrong already. It was just like, <laughs> well, what's new? <laughs> so I was like, okay. I was like, we need to get the dark horse and we need to fix this as soon as possible. And that's exactly what they did. I called our cores and they fixed it. They fixed the problem. I was able to see patients. There was like a little cord sticking out where it shouldn't stick out. So it was a little unsightly to me personally, but guess what? Patients didn't even notice it. So it is what it is. They're going to come back hopefully and fix that. So it looks nicer the next time I see patients on Tuesday. Uh-huh. But they were super like, I text Ruben on Facebook message. I'm like, Ruben, I really need someone to call me back. Like, I need this fix right away. Like, I see patients tomorrow starting at 7.30. Like, I need the fix. And literally within minutes or seconds, it's been reply back. Like, yeah, we have someone calling you. Um, we emailed you back. You, you, someone, no one picked up the phone. I just, my office or myself, I don't know. But he was super responsive. Um, I was about to ask you that. Like, how quick is phone. how quick is Dark Horse whenever, like, because I always wondered that. Like, Dark- if an IT problem happens, like, how quick is somebody to reply back like, hey, computers are down? Because I remember when I worked in an office, it took like two days sometimes. And I'm like, wow, good job. We fixed oh, it already. No. Like, yeah. How quick no, is Dark I think course? it depends on what, what the problem is. I think it depends on the problem. Like, as soon as he knew, like, she needs to see patients tomorrow or she cannot see patients like she needs to without this, he was finding quickly. Where if it was more like, oh, my TV not working. <laughs> I'm not saying <laughs> would respond. But it would be like a category... <laughs> You know what I mean? It yeah. wouldn't be like, oh, I need to talk to her right now about it. And we're like, well, our business hours are eight to five. Tomorrow we'll try to fix that TV situation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll create a ticket for you. But no, this situation was way different. It was like, I cannot see patients without a computer. Yeah. 
So props to Ruben, man. Like, Ruben is so a, appreciative of like. I know he's a rock star, man. I hear yeah. nothing but great stuff about Ruben and Dark yeah. Horse. Yeah. His team, like I really work directly with his team uh-huh. mainly, and they they do good work. Like they get to me. I just love how responsive they are. Um, my particular person usually helps me all the time is like Gabe or Nick. Um, they're 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 rock stars. Like I tell him that. Like thank you so much. I really appreciate it. So I say, don't don't skip on your IT company. Go ahead and invest in a good IT company because you need it. And you may think, oh, I don't want to pay the maintenance fee. Guess what? You can't be patient without it. So go ahead and pay for it. And if you figure it out along the way how to do certain things, then you kind of back off and say, okay, I can do this myself. My husband and my wife can do this. Fine. But initially when you're doing a startup and you have so many things being tossed at you, getting boggled down with IT is just not yeah. not gonna work. How much like, is the maintenance not, fee? It's just not. I can't. I, I want to say four hundred thirty. But if you're a startup, he like decreases it by like fifty percent. I want to say oh, wow. uh, for six months, and then it gradually goes up until until three hundred sixty five days. So he helps you out initially as a startup, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. And. And if me and you convince him to hook it up, maybe we can all get a <laughs> uh, really good Ruben if you're listening. Right. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Right, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? We might see. We might see. But okay. So then uh, the IT went bad. The computers went down. But then it was fixed immediately. DCT. Yeah. Okay. What else? Yes. Immediately feels like a lifetime, you know, in a startup your first day. Like immediately is like a second. <laughs> 30 <laughs> minutes is not immediately like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. But. I didn't freak out. Yeah. I was like, okay, we're gonna, we'll be fine. I came up with a plan really quickly. I told my sister, okay, sensors don't work. Let's take bite wings on the CBCT machine. And she did it. We were fine. And then the quality wasn't ideal. So we called our biotech rep. We're like, hey, can you refresh our memory? How do we take panels on our um, CBCT machine? He walked us through it literally at 755. Five, five minutes for perfect, so maybe 750. Wow. And he was rocker. He answered the phone. Yeah, shout out to Alex Federal, but he's probably the only rep that's in North Carolina. But if you're somewhere else, I guess he wouldn't be your rep. But he was mm-hmm. awesome. He like hooked us up, walked us through it. Yeah, I was so appreciative of him. So all my tech, all my vendors were just on it that day. Anyone that I called picked up and helped us through whatever hiccup we had. So by lunch, after lunchtime, we were good to go. I, I text Modento. I go, hey, do we have a consensus um, social media release? She goes, you know, we don't, but I'm going to work on it. Literally, in five minutes, Drew texted me. Oh, here, here it goes. She uploaded it ah. on my dashboard. My, my receptionist sent it to our first patient. That's how quick she was. And then said, they're in a different time zone. So that tells me they're just on it. So yeah. she texted me to my first patient because I wanted to, like, document my first ever patient in Odyssey. So I took pictures with her. I literally ran out the building. I was like, Amy, do you mind coming back and taking a picture since you're my first patient? She goes, yeah, I look the best for sure. I was like, no, girl, you look gorgeous. Like, she really did. Like, we took a picture together, and I was like, oh, man, I can't put it on Facebook or Instagram because I don't think I have to sign anything. And we're like, yeah, we need to sign it. So I got Drew on it, and she, she got it back to me. I'm not sure sure yet if she signed it because I didn't want to post it until I was 100% sure so I'll check on my dashboard to see if she signed it if she did I'll probably post it because that's like history right there so yeah. I'm excited about that yeah you want to document yeah, that that's so, amazing oh. yeah but all in all we had little stuff but they weren't major disasters that like 
spoiled the day. I was just, and you're, you asked me a question, like, were you delirious from not sleeping? I was so high on happiness and joy from the past being open and real life people come through my door. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was alert. I was alert and I was happy and excited. Like, yeah, this was like a dream I've had for so long, Michael. So, no, I wasn't delirious. I was just happy. I was happy. What, how many, really mm-hmm. quick, how many patients did you see and when did you close that day? I gave every new patient an hour and a half block. Like I said, it was all about patient experience. I didn't want to rush it. I knew there may be a little, a few hiccups. So I gave everyone an hour and a half. So because, you know, I'm working eight to five, so I only could fit five patients in max if you do an hour and a half appointment plus a mm-hmm. lunch break. So I had five appointments. And then a patient called in one in emergency care. So it ended up being six patients. Mm. Um, one no-showed on me. So it ended up being a solid five patients. Um, four of them were new patient exams. One pa- and one patient was an LE limited exam. Mm-hmm. Um and she and she ended up needing a crown and that's what she scheduled for. So yeah, awesome. it was a good day. It was a productive day. And I did two cleanings, um, two cleanings, yeah, on patients and they and they actually left me reviews. It was a great day, Michael. And my team, like I said, if you came to the door, you wouldn't know it was our first day because they just knocked it out the park. They were so personable and happy with the patients and kind to the patients. Like it was, it was just awesome. nice. It was just nice to be in, in this environment. Yeah, it really was. That's so it good. was like better than I expected. I really thought it was going to be crazy, but it really didn't feel so crazy. It was very soothing the environment, mm-hmm. and the patients. The patients were truly a reflection of what I want the practice to look like. The patient population that I guess I attract or that decided to come the first day, which is really nice. Like the patients were just so sweet. They were just so appreciative and wow. They were just saying such great things. Like I could hear them talking, and I was like, oh, it's so sweet. Like one patient was like. Wow, they, these people have exquisite taste. Look at the decoration here. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, that's awesome. That made my day right there. Exactly, that really just made my day. That's it's like good. little things that they would say, you know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. Okay, so then, what did you find out about yourself this week? This week, um. Just continue to believe in yourself. Like sometimes you like get discouraged a little bit, but you're like, things are just not going the way I, I envisioned. Like I was supposed to be open in like summertime. Why is it that, you know, I'm being pushed back so much? I'm ready now. It's, you know what? I was ready on November 26th. And that's all that counts. And my mm-hmm. practice is open and I'm happy now. And everything happens when it needs to happen. And sometimes you just try to like push things along and make it go faster. But sometimes, it doesn't, and it's okay. Use the time to do something else, not just be upset about it. Just do something else. Do more ground marketing or, you know, do more fun events in the community. You post on Facebook what the process looks like. Continue to refine your new patient experience. There's so much to do. It's, trust me, trust me. Even if you're being pushed back, you still have the things you need to do, verifying as far as, like, picking what insurance you want. Like, for now, I don't even – I'm not really a network with too many insurance companies that only take Delta Dental Premier because it's such a long process. Suppose six months you need. Oof. I didn't know that. I thought I was doing good by doing, you know, doing it three three months in advance or four months in advance. Yeah. Literally, I started over the summer and I have no, I'm not a network with anyone right now except Delta Dental Premier. And you know what? For now, my books are full. So 
I guess it's not a bad thing, so maybe I need to reevaluate. Do I need to take all these insurance companies if I'm staying busy and productive and making yeah. profit? I guess I need to revisit that when it comes. Like, it's not about being productive or collections. Am I profiting? So I need to see how that goes for me. Yeah, that's true. And see if, you know, the final decision will be to be in network. And even the ones that I am in network with, their um, fees are really good. Like, they're actually, most of them are around the fee that I would, you know, mm-hmm. charge a cash paying patient. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so like I said, I'm learning a lot. So that's what okay. I'm learning. Like, don't rush the process, you know. Yeah. Don't rush it. Okay. You'll be fine. And then what has been the biggest headache, non-dental related, this week? Non-dental? I guess my contract is it's like <laughs> going back and forth with them to make sure they, they give me a finished end product that I'm proud of. Yeah. And then, you know, I guess it's because I'm a dentist and most dentists. So like we deal with one millimeter increments of things like any little thing we notice where for a contractor they're looking at that it's a big picture they're like this looks fine you have a building you have co who cares if there's a streak or a dent right there it's not gonna be okay yeah, like, yeah. no it's not you're like no no no, no. it's not gonna be okay <laughs> hey if you don't want me asking <laughs> what's the <laughs> contractor's business name like their name business oh fourth elm that's not a secret yeah fourth elm what, what is it? They're like a general force, like, like the number four, but fourth elm. E-L-M. Oh, fourth, fourth elm. elm. Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Just wondering, just wondering, just in case, you know. All right, so then what is one question you need answered immediately that the audience can help with? This can be anything, like whether it's IT or it can be uh, something, you know, clinical or it can be be whatever any question you need. I would say like when does the madness stop <laughs> <laughs> but no like, so thinking, like when does it actually get calm like where you have like a well-oiled machine that kind of runs pretty much but you asked this question on the last myself. one you asked this question on the last episode and I think that's yes and I think I still need that answer because <laughs> I'm like, this can't, like, sleepless nights can't happen forever. Can they, Michael? Better <laughs> no, no, better I not. I want to know, like, is no. it tomorrow? Is it, like, in a month? Like, I want to know. But for me, I guess it's like, how do you get stay organized, maintain being organized, and stay organized? I think that's one thing I want, and I want the office to stay organized, where we have just systems in place that are super strong, mm-hmm. where people are not lost. Where right now, we're still learning so much. You know, we're still learning so much. So I'm like, how long does it take to have your systems in place that are strong and everyone's on board? Um, So even though, like, I kind of asked that question before, but it's still a question that's irrelevant. Like, when you're a startup, you're like, everything's being thrown at you. Everything is new, like insurance verification or how do you get paid? Like, things Uh like that. All these little things that you think you're prepared for, but you're like, wait a minute, I don't have that. Like, how do you process credit cards and things like that? Like, literally, a few days before, I'm getting hooked up to credit cards and process care credit do, and third-party financing. Yeah. Do you think a consultant would help with this? Or are you more like, nah, Mike, I'm good? <laughs> I think it depends on the consultant and their experience <sighs> level. I think that's something you need to be very cautious of. Um, and do your research and do your due diligence. Like before you pay someone thousands of dollars, are they worth it? Are they really going to make the process easier or is just extra liability at this point? 
Um, I don't know that answer. I know there's some people that have had great success that really helped them with their startup. And there's some people that were like, no, like the consultant wanted like 10% of my profit <laughs> to help. They do that. Um, they can do that. Consultants can do I that. Didn't see the vibe. Oh yeah, there's there's consultants out there that that charge based on your profit. And there's some that. consultants that just ask you for a flat fee. They're like, yeah, forty five thousand dollars a year. And as a startup, <laughs> that's big dollars. So yeah. I say join a lot of Facebook groups, um, dental town groups, or Podcasts. just mastermind groups and figure out what are other people doing that are doing it great. Like, what systems are they using? How did they get there? My thing is, if it's been done, it can be done. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, use your colleagues as resources. You know, of course, you just trust that people are being honest with you. I would say make sure, you know, before you just jump on their bandwagon that they're being coming about, you know, the ups and downs and the in-betweens. Yeah. It's not like these conversations we're having. Like, I'm being completely transparent. Like, I really have nothing to hide. Like, if things are going well, great. If things are not going well, then what can I do to resolve it and make it better? And I want to create shortcuts for everyone. Like, if I did it and I did it wrong, well, I don't want you to go through that process. Why? There's no one benefits. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. The, the whole IT question, is it worth it? Yes. There are certain things that I think is worth it. IT, you ask me that question, I'm like, yes, please invest in a good IT company. Yeah. Um, consulting, I don't know. I don't have a consultant um, right now. And maybe if I had one, maybe things would be more streamlined. But it's finding the right one that I trust that would really help me. That's and the hard know part. I'm a startup. I don't have $5,000 a month to give you as a consultant, even though you will help me understand how to verify insurance. I promise you, I'll go on Google and find it out for five thousand dollars a month. <laughs> I know, yeah, yeah, and you're right. Some offices have it. Yeah, no, I, I, hundred percent so, agree. Like, like and you know what? That's the thing. Like, a lot of people are just learning from you, Cassie. So it's good that like we're we're doing this. You know what I mean? Because they're just, oh, you went through that. Cool. I know now what to look out for and stuff like that. Right. So it's a good, good help, good help. Yeah. So. Last question, what's next? What's going to be happening next week? Next week, I'm excited about next week. Next week will be my first full week. You know, we have a lot, a lot of holidays between now and Christmas. So my last day was yesterday. My first day was yesterday. My last day was basically yesterday when it comes to the week. Mm-hmm. So next week, there's no holidays. So I have a full week. And a full week for me is three days. I'll be three days in my office. So Tuesday, Friday, and Saturdays. And my schedule is booked. I have every appointment slot completely booked, which I'm excited about. Which, you know, it's nice to have, like, emergency appointment slots. But it's also good as a startup to see that you have people on your schedule. So that might equal to a profit to pay off your dental loan at this point. That's how I see it. And also Mm -hmm. that, you know, I picked the right location. So those demographic studies that I did, you know, it shows, it's proving to be correct. The Facebook marketing that I'm doing proves to be and proves to me that, you know, I am getting results from it. Also, the ground marketing things that I'm doing. So getting out in the community and letting them know I'm here and I'm available and I want to teach you to an epidemic experience. So all those things are coming together when I see patients on my book. I don't know if I'm being vain. I don't know, but that's how I see it. I'm getting <laughs> no. results. It's good. It's um, good. It's good. <laughs> like, we're excited to hear, as too, like what's yeah. going to be happening on next week and so forth. But um, right now, where can people yeah. find you to, like, follow more of your journey? You know they what I mean? Like find the, me undercover parts well of course through through this podcast and also the facebook group that we that you have um also they can go on instagram to see the things that i'm posting they can go on facebook to see the things that i'm posting they could also always shoot me an email personally or send me a message through facebook or instagram yeah i'm 
I would love to be a resource for any questions people have um, about this process of starting up from the ground. Awesome. Awesome. And yeah, guys, all that's going to be in the show notes below Cassie's um, Instagram, Facebook, and also her uh, Practice Odyssey Dental Facebook and Instagram as well. So you guys can go in the show notes below, follow her journey, look at her stories, see what she's all talking about. That way you guys can also put like, oh, a face to like, oh, this is who Shantae is. This is who Jackie is, right? And people like that. So <laughs> it'll be nice. It'll be nice. <laughs> yeah. So other than that, guys, thank yeah. you so much for tuning in. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye, guys. <laughs>